Welcome to the Traveling Tabernacle Podcast. I'm Cecil Gerald. Today's segment is Understanding Prophecy. We're going to be coming from the book of Isaiah chapter 55. The book of Isaiah chapter 55. I'm going to be looking at verses 8 through 11. Okay. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah Chapter 55, looking at verse 8, Isaiah 55, looking at verse 8. Here we go. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. All right. So that's what we're going to be using for our basis to uh, doing this podcast, doing this segment. Um, we're going to be talking about understanding prophecy. Um, if you heard the last uh, said segment, the last podcast, uh, when we talked about uh, we talked about the voice of God and hearing the voice of God. We talked about those things. Uh, this segment, I want to have you have a, a greater understanding of what it really means to be to to hear a prophecy and to understand it. OK, so we're going to talk about prophecy. First of all, prophecy is the this is this is uh, Cecil Gerald's definition. I know that the word prophecy means the foretelling the prediction. I know it. I know those, those, that's what it means, but here's, uh, what it means to Cecil Gerald. Okay. What it means to the traveling tabernacle. Uh, it's God's voice about a certain situation. It's God's voice concerning a thing. It is God's voice. That's what prophecy is. Prophecy is God's voice about a situation. Prophecy is always God's conversation uh, from him to man. That's what prophecy is. So now, uh, one of the things I think that we have a, a problem with is understanding prophecy. Okay. If we look at prophecy as the voice of God, then it makes it easier for us not, to, it makes it easy for us to have a distinction between what man says and what God says. Because a lot of times when people are prophesying to you or people are prophesying to anyone, uh, sometimes there can be a miscommunication. Sometimes it be the, the man's word or his prediction and not God's prediction. But the word prophecy literally means it's God's voice or his conversation with us to us about a certain situation. Because we, we, underst we understand now that God has always been wanting to talk to us. So, when we look at the, the uh, scripture that we have, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, um, when we look at that scripture, it, here's the key thing I want to take from that is this. I want to take from that is this here. Isaiah chapter 55, when we look down 
at verse 11. It says this, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. But the key thing there is that so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. So prophecy is God speaking to us about a certain thing, a certain situation that we don't have a clue about, but God knows everything. Okay, so God speaks to us about some things concerning us that he wants us to know about us that may have not happened so he can get us in a position so we'll be ready or able to accept it when it comes to pass. All right. And a lot of times when God prophesies to us, he prophesies to us to give us encouragement uh, about a coming event or give us encouragement because we may be in a low place at the time that he's talking to us. Many times God comes to talk to us when we're in a low state of mind to give us hope that we will not always be there. So he speaks a word about our future that we know not about to encourage us to get up or to have have, have a better attitude about where we're at, knowing that we won't be there long because God has a solution to our problem. All right. So now, uh, so then understanding prophecy. So now I, I want to look at this for uh, for a minute because uh, when prophecy is spoken, we sometimes uh, miss, we don't understand what God is saying or we misunderstand what God is saying. So, so we need to have, for us to have an understanding of, about the prophecy, about what God is saying. We need uh, to, to, to realize this or get this in your, in your hearing, get this in your spirit. Malachi chapter four, Malachi chapter four will help me to explain this to you um, in a greater way. Okay, Malachi chapter four will help me out. I don't know um, about anyone that's listening to this, but I'm one of those type men that uh, I only want to talk about what the scripture says. Okay, Malachi chapter four. Malachi chapter four, looking at verse five. Here's what it says. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. Before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Okay, now here's what he said. Here's what he said. He said, I'm going to send you Elijah, the prophet. So what God is doing, he's prophesying right now. He's telling you about a thing that is to come. He said, I'm going to send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So God is speaking to us through Elijah, the prophet. He's going to use Elijah to get something to us. But now this is what I want you to uh, get here in the Old Testament time. This was written in the Old Testament. Now, he, this is a prophecy in the Old Testament. This prophecy comes to pass in the New Testament. So now for us to see where this prophecy is coming to pass at, we go to Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17. Verse 10. We'll start there. We'll start there. Okay. Um, get all these, get all these scriptures out to you. And then we're going to talk about it. And then we get the uh, understanding, overall understanding, but make sure you get these scriptures and make sure you listen to these scriptures here. Matthew chapter 17, looking at verse 10, it says this, 
And his disciples asked him, this is, they're talking about Jesus here. And his disciples asked him, saying, why then, why then say the scribes that Elijah must come first? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elijah truly shall come first, shall first come and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elijah is come already and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise, shall also the son of man suffer of them. Okay. All right. Now watch this here. The scripture goes on to say, then disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. Okay. All right. So now when we understand in prophecy, I wanted to use this because it shows us how we can misunderstand some things because the, the, the disciples here had a misunderstanding about what Jesus was saying. They, they, they had a misunderstanding about it. They said now, okay, if you him to come, then, then why does the scripture say does the scripture say uh, uh, that Elijah must come first? Okay. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elijah truly shall come first. Now he's getting, beginning to give them understanding. Many times when we hear prophecy, we will get it all messed up, mixed up because we, we don't have the right understanding about a thing, about what God has said. Because when you understand that what prophecy is, it is God's thoughts concerning us. OK, and thoughts are always words. Thoughts are always where thought you first think about a thing before it actually comes out of your mouth. You think about it in your mind and then you're able to speak it. OK, so God's thoughts is his word. And God even said my word when it leaves my mouth, it shall not come back to me for. So so here they had a misunderstanding. The word was that uh, God said he was going to send Elijah to them and Elijah was going to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers, and God, Elijah is going to do this. Now, they looking for Elijah. Now, we already know that Elijah has already passed. He's dead and he's gone. He's gone. I should say, yeah, he's dead and he's gone. You remember Elijah? He, he took the whirlwind. He took the whirlwind up. All right. Elijah's already gone, but he's, they're looking for Elijah to come back again. So, they're following, they're looking at the scriptures. They're saying, well, you know, God's word said that Elijah, he's going to send Elijah. So, we're waiting on Elijah. Okay, but now in this text here, Jesus begins to give them correct understanding of the prophecy. Okay, and, and this is how sometimes we can get it mixed up. Sometimes the word is literal, literally what God says, and sometimes God is speaking about something else. Okay, so to get this understanding, we go to uh, Matthew chapter eleven. Matthew chapter eleven. Because Jesus tell them, hey, uh, Elijah has come. He told them Elijah has come. But when we go to Matthew chapter 11, when we go to chapter 11, watch this now. This will blow your mind here. Uh, when we go to Matthew chapter 11, look what happened. Now, this is, now, now this is uh, chapters before. This is, we were in chapter 17 when they asked the question. But watch this here. It's, the clues have already been given to them. In chapter 11, it says this. Chapter 11 says this. Okay, chapter 11, looking at verse 14, it says this. Let's look at verse 13 first. For all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John. And verse 14, here's where we're at. And if ye will receive it, this is Elijah, which was for to come. Okay, he that have ears to hear, let him hear. 
<laughs> okay, so now watch this here. They have already learned. They have already heard, but they didn't put it together. They have already heard what God said concerning it. They just didn't put it together. Okay. When God begins to give you understanding of, of his word, of his prophecy, when he begins to prophesy to you, it is always, watch it, it should always be that God has really already told you before. <laughs> He's coming again to reveal and to give you understanding again. Okay. The Bible said there, it said, uh, uh, verse 14, and if ye will receive it, <laughs> this is Elijah. So now, a lot of times, the thing that mess up our understanding of prophecy is that we are not willing to understand. We're not willing to receive it. Okay. All right. Because here it says here, it says, for, uh, uh, and if you will receive it, this is Elijah, which was for to come. He that have ears to hear, let him hear. And in verse 13, he told you who it was. He said, for all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John. All right. Now let's even go. I see. I want to take it just a little step further. Just a little step further. Now watch this. Uh, uh, when we look at Luke chapter one, let's look at Luke chapter one, Luke chapter one, Luke chapter one, verse 13. I'm going to begin at verse 13. Give you some more clarity on this. Watch this here. Luke verse uh, uh, Luke chapter one, verse 13, it says this, but the angel said unto him, unto him, fear not Zacharias for thy prayers, her and thy wife, Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. And thou shalt call his name, John. Okay. So John comes into the picture. All right. And said, and thou shalt have joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his birth for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Watch this now. Here's, here's where, here it comes to life. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. That's what he said. It, it, that's what was said back in the Old Testament, Malachi. All right. All right. And then it said, and he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah <laughs> to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And uh, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So now it was already given about who Elijah was going to be. He was going to be John in the spirit. He's going to be in the spirit of Elijah. So so a lot of time uh, we have a misunderstanding of prophecy. We don't get the whole picture of what God is trying to say to us. And the reason why we don't get the whole picture is because namely, number one thing was, and the only thing was because we're not willing to receive it at that moment. Okay. We already got a preconceived notion about what we want to happen, how we want it to happen, who we're blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But no, if we're willing to receive what God is saying, he will give us the understanding of prophecy. All right. Now, now, now I want to now go to uh, I want to go to First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter thirteen. First Corinthians chapter thirteen. First Corinthians chapter thirteen. Yes, First Corinthians chapter thirteen. Looking at verse nine. All right. Now, I show you those scriptures in, in Matthew 17. Uh, I show you Malachi first. I show you uh, Matthew 17. Then I show you Matthew 11 to show that how God broke it down. OK, it was already broken down in parts so the people really could receive it. OK. 
All right. So it took Jesus actually to put it all together for them, for them to be able to receive what God had already released to them. All right. Now, in first Corinthians chapter 13, looking at verse nine, it says this for we know in part and we prophesy in part. This is this is key right here. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. All right. Now, so now watch this. Now, uh, notice how uh, prophecy comes. Uh, no prophet gives you the total story, the full story, because no prophet has the full story. The full story is God's story. God has the full story and he only gives it in part. OK. So here we saw how this scripture here, he gave the prophecy uh, in Malachi and all of a sudden he broke it down in parts in the New Testament to give it to the people. But because they was not willing and ready to receive it, they had a misunderstanding of prophecy. Okay? They had a misunderstanding of prophecy. So, so God here said, I give it to you in part. I give it to you in part. So when it comes to prophecy, when it comes to prophecy, you got to know this. We, we saw in three different locations where God had broken down this prophecy and had this prophecy had really been explained three times before, but twice before. Well, three times before they actually got the understanding of what God was saying. It was explained three times to these men. OK, so now if you are not willing to receive what God is saying concerning you, then that makes it difficult for God to give you the correct understanding. Okay, so you have to be open to be able to receive what God is saying concerning you, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. You got to be willing to receive it. All right. So to have correct understanding of God's prophecy, you got to be willing to receive it. Now, for a few questions that may be asked before we close out on understanding prophecy, uh, I want us to go to uh, Deuteronomy because some people will have to say I want to get this out of get this across the people too. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Uh, looking at verse 20. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Verse 20. Here's what it says. Here's what it says. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Okay. All right. That's what it said right there. Okay. All right. Now, now it says, goes on to say, and if thou shalt say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord have not spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord have not spoken. Okay. But the prophet have spoken it presumptuously. Thou shall not be afraid of him. Now, key thing about understanding prophecy, you don't have to be scared of prophecy. You don't have to be really scared about missing it and misunderstanding it because God will come back to you over and over and over to make sure that you have clarity and understand what he's saying. Uh, but the thing here uh, too is that if it don't come to pass, whatever the prophet say, then it was not God. That's what it says here. And the Old Testament was so powerful because then the Old Testament, if the prophet missed it, <laughs> the prophet missed it. The prophet was to die. 
If he said something was going to happen Friday, uh, he said, no, come Sunday, something going to happen. It didn't happen Sunday. That was to kill the prophet. Okay, because he spoke something presumptuously and it was not from God because God didn't tell you that when he speaks a thing, Isaiah, our key tech said, when he speaks a thing, when a word leaves his mouth, it will not come back void. It's going to do what he said it was going to do. All right. So now that's Old Testament. When the prophet spoke, the prophet, if he missed it, he died. OK, but the key thing I want you to understand there is that uh, you don't really have to be so scared and, and uh, scared about a word that is given, because if the word don't come to pass, it was not God. So no big deal. All right. Now, but first Corinthians, I want to give you this first Corinthians, because that was the Old Testament Deuteronomy. Now I want to go to first Corinthians uh, chapter 14, first Corinthians chapter 14. Okay, chapter 14, 1 Corinthians, looking at verse 3. Okay. <laughs> because, see, uh, now I don't want, I say, I want you to go here because I don't want people to leave this podcast or leave from hearing this and have a, a misunderstanding about what is being released. In the Old Testament, if the prophet missed, missed the word, if the word didn't come to pass, uh, he was to die. Okay, they killed a lying prophet in the Old Testament. New Testament says this. It's 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14, looking at verse 3, says this. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Okay. All right. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. In the Old Testament, you will see people spoke words that will cut down, kill, destroy. They spoke words that were saying, you know, you're going to die next week if you don't do this and do that. And now even today, we have many people that speak words. I call them of, uh, gloom and doom words. OK, they speak gloom and doom. But the scriptures tell me in the New Testament, it's not about gloom and doom now and the reason why it's not about gloom and doom is because Jesus has now come and Jesus now is the grace factor in everything that God says he's the grace factor okay he's a grace factor so that's why I tell in 1st Corinthians 14 verse 3 but he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification. So now God now when he prophesies now, it is for edification. And then it says an exhortation. All right. And exhortation. So in exhortation, he's encouraging people now. And then the Bible say and comfort. So he's bringing peace to you now. His words of prophecy now should bring peace to you. Okay, comfort, not gloom and doom and have you going around scared. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to. No, 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 no. God's word now, his prophecy now is, is speaking for edification, exhortation and comfort. Okay, so now understanding prophecy now, if you understand prophecy now, God's going to speak to you uh, to give you edification about a thing, exhortation about a thing, and he's going to bring comfort to you about a thing. So now my understanding of a prophecy now is not about gloom and doom. If somebody gives me a word about gloom and doom with no edification, no exhortation, no comfort at the end of that word, then I know that that word is not from God. So now understanding prophecy nowadays and this time now with the understanding now is that prophecy is given to us to edify us. To give us exhortation and to bring us comfort. That's what God wants to speak to mankind about now. All right. So this lesson. 
question. The lesson about understanding prophecy. Understanding prophecy is a wonderful thing. Have no misunderstanding. Be scared about what God wants to say to you or what God says concerning you because God loves us. He's not out to get us. God wants to get a word to us about what he has great for our future. All right. So I want to thank you for taking this journey with me through the scriptures today. Join us in our next segment uh, as we come back to you talking about revealing the hidden dimensions of God. Be blessed.